I would like to commence this podcast by publicly apologising to James, fellow James, for getting him the wrong type of can of coke. Yes, it's true. I mean, it's not easy to tell another friend that they got them the wrong type of coke. Uh, but I can live without that. Or maybe not. I mean, we never know really how bad it can be for us. <laughs> but either way, we will overcome this. Saying that, you've probably seen it on YouTube, I imagine, where people are just showing to the exact extent of how much sugar goes into, like, coke, boiling it and being like, ah, look at this tar stuff. Look That's at all this. <laughs> this is what you're consuming. It is disgusting. It blocks your arteries. But it tastes great. I think we should also make a full apology for... I mean, we just had to do it, didn't we? We did. We killed John. Sorry. Finally, we finally did it. We got together, thought long and hard over a pint of beer at Brewdog. That was probably our first mistake. (laughs) Maybe we let there be witnesses. People heard us. It wasn't exactly private. It should have been, but it wasn't. No. We're sorry for making that mistake, too. Uh, For all of those who... Don't know. We had to go out of our way to kill John. We did. I mean, we could have fired him, but it just seemed more humane to just end his life. It did. He doesn't have to live with the pain of knowing he's no longer involved. I mean, I feel more sorry for you. I mean, killing him was bad enough, but then... Don't frame me for this! No, no, no. I'm framing you for nothing. It was just more of, like, digging the hole. I mean, you clearly didn't get the measurements right enough for it, so... Look, he's a tall guy. Okay. I've done it horizontally. I forgot I forgot you meant to do those things, you know, landscape, like normal people would. I just thought it'd be more time-saving if we dug the hole down, like, depth-wise, rather than doing it long way. But clearly I made that mistake. That's on me. No, no, it's totally fine. I mean, he's gone now. I'll be honest, I just want rid of him so he can stop making all those clapping sounds. Those clapping sounds were so annoying. A lot of my time editing out those claps. You know, we, we better pray to God that heaven doesn't have Spotify, because this is just going to come out. Holy Spotify! Yeah. Listen to Pillow Thoughts anywhere, even in the clouds. Hey, you're probably wondering why we're all caught in the rain. Well, let's just say that spending the whole night digging a deep grave. So, we're kind of just doing it next to the body. I think just to sort of... Get the mood back into the swing of things. John is not dead. He is not? What what do you mean? You can cut it now. Cut it! (laughs) Okay, okay, I'll cut it. John is away at the moment, but he will be back. Okay, where's he? He's away? Where's he away? Did he not know? (laughs) No, I just thought we buried him the other minute. Oh, we've just buried the wrong person. (laughs) Shit, so who's that we buried? This is being a complete cock-up, I think, on our part. There's probably not going to be any more podcasts, but it's been nice to confess. I feel a bit lighter now that I've confessed. Mm. I'm sorry if there's no more episodes. I can't remember the last time I ever confessed to anything. Just just here, just now, you just confessed. I know, but it's like, legitimately. Um... <laughs> when did you last go in the confession booth, James? Hmm. I, I don't know. Like, you just sort of brought on confessions and it's like have I ever been in a scenario where I've lied and then confessed to something terrible? Yeah. And I can't for the life of me think of that. And I think it's just because it's kind of been implanted in my brain that I should just tell the truth regardless. Like, I'm terrible with lies. I play role-playing games of all sorts. I'm not very good at lying. <laughs> hey, there's nothing wrong with that. 
But I do find it funny, like, when you watch a movie or a TV show, when they go to the confession box, you know, there's a person, priest normally, behind the box, and they confess. And it's normally something stupid, like, Father, if I have sinned. Child, what have you heard? That's a really bad... I need to do a voice. Do you, do you, okay, I, I, do you want to roleplay this? We're roleplaying. Okay. Right, you're the church okay. guy. I'm waiting for you. Well, hang on, we'll have to put, a, like, a screen up so we can't see each other. Right, there we go. I can't see you now. <laughs> okay. Okay. I mean, I do, I'm okay looking at you. I mean, Are you yeah, sure? You're not I supposed mean, to look at me. Well, no, I mean, you know, I'm a chill priest. You know, I like to look at my... <laughs> oh, great. You right. know, you know, oh, we're cancelled. You know, there's nothing There's nothing wrong looking at your flock as they confess their dirty secrets. Well, we just got cancelled. That's great. Um, but we may as well try and roleplay. No, no. So you'll be the priest. Mm-hmm. I'll be the, the sinner. What, what would I be called? I've sinned. I don't know. You tell me. <laughs> The churchgoer! I am a churchgoing... I am a churchgoing youth. Um, for, for reference, I've put the pillow up so I can't see James because you won't see the, the person. James! <laughs> no, I can't call you by your name, can I? The father. <laughs> father, I have sinned. Oh dear, my child. What have you done? The other day, I went to Mrs. Pickens' fruit shop and stole a pear. Well... You know, as they say in, in the commandments, you know, as you all know, it's, uh, thou shalt not steal. You know, I, you know, I've, I've heard a lot worse, to be honest with you. I mean, I'm not really one to judge. I mean, I'm a priest, after all. But, um, listening to you at the moment, I don't think you're quite taking this very seriously. Father, I'm taking this very seriously. I have stolen from Mrs. Pickens, and I... Feel such great guilt, Father. I've I literally had a man coming through confessing to adultery. He's not proud of that. I mean, he's got a lot of on his plate at the moment. You know, he's just had a new job. Wait, Father, should you be telling me these things? This doesn't seem appropriate. Hey, hey, we're all chill here. God's watching as well. (laughs) (laughs) He's What should I do to? What should I do to repent? Repent? What should I do? Well, we would have usually given you a hundred lashes, but, uh, <gasps> you know, given, you know, the whole way the things work at the moment, it's not really cool. I mean, not implying that it was cool to begin with, it was supposed to teach you a lesson. Yeah. I just give the pair back, if, to be honest. But, Father, I've already eaten the pair. Right, I'm, you're kind of leaving me hanging here. Uh, maybe give the money for the pair? I mean, she's probably going to be confused at first, so... Might be best to just explain all of this to her. Okay, Father, I shall go and apologise to Mrs. Pickens. Maybe forget about all the adultery stuff that I told you about. Yes, Father, I shall forget. Thank you, Father. Goodbye. You, know, you often get those type of scenes, and they're often for, like, really minor things, and I don't know how many of those type of movies you've seen. Often it's more horror films these days. But still, you see them, and they're often for, like, really silly things, like I stole some fruit. I, I think the priest would be more angelic within those sort of scenarios. Maybe. Maybe some, like, Hail Marys. No. Uh, Hail Marys. Do you know, it's funny, the only scene that I can ever recall of is that yeah. scene from The Simpsons. <laughs> it, it, was, it, it was that one where they did, like, a two-part on Who Shot Mr. Burns. Oh, yeah, I remember that. That yeah. was so good. I distinctly remember that scene just merely because the priest was put, replaced by Chief Wiggum. He's just like, that's all I need to hear. You know, he, he's trying to get a confession out of Smithers. For Smithers. Which is quite an interesting episode. 
I didn't know about this, but supposedly they had multiple endings for who what? killed Mr. Burns. That is mad. Yeah. I think it kind of wraps to like our conversation with John the other week in like previous episodes where we talked about how things you watched as a kid can mean so much more when you watch it as an adult. Mm. Like the, the puns, the inappropriate, you know, the stuff that only adults would really understand. I think what's also important is the fact that I can actually now watch them in chronological order. <laughs> you can? Well, think about it. Of all the times that you ever started watching a show, how many times did you feel like you weren't exactly getting the full story because you were watching episode four, season two, and then the next day it's like season three of episode one, and just like, where was the time <laughs> jump in all of this? So true. I totally get you on that one. I've done that so many times, especially with The Simpsons. And, like, Futurama when I was a kid. Like, like, think of the Power Rangers. I could be watching it halfway through where it's, like, they're dealing with so-and-so, like, yeah. Zor, if that was even a name for <laughs> one of the enemies. <laughs> Might have been from a different show. And the next thing you know, it's, like, Zorg is now the final enemy, and now they've killed him. Oh, the Power Rangers aren't needed anymore. We saved the world. And it's, like, oh. I'm missing a few steps here. Skipped yesterday's episode. Yeah. I suppose that's a good thing now, having, like, Disney Plus. This isn't sponsored by Disney Plus. But it is good to have that feature. But I suppose the ability to watch episodes of Chronological Order is already getting a merit. No, I also had a friend who has recently been watching The Simpsons in Chronological Order. It's a handy feature of streaming services. And with our exclusive partnership today... (laughs) Sign up for... Non-existent streaming service. Insert here. <laughs> Insert here. When we we got need the sponsor. We need the money, badly. <laughs> we really need the money. I mean, we, we. I mean, we spent all our money on like shovels and plastic bags. It's true, and we didn't even get the right guy. No. So please do that, because uh, we really need your money. Please for legal fees too. That they'll be expensive when people find out who we. Also, don't know who we, we did the crime that we've just confessed to. Earlier in this episode. Speaking of people, mm-hmm. particularly creepy people. Creepy people? Um, Who's creepy? Well, I had like a creepy encounter the other day. Um, it was my lunch break and I was off to get something from like Greg's. Uh, I was heading back. I came across this like crossing bit. Like it was on like the busy motorway, so like next yeah. to where Asta is and whatever. And like there was this just woman next to me. That was just screaming out nine. Like, nine, nine. Like, I'm not sure if she was, like, German or if she just liked the word nine. <laughs> but it's like, she was clearly going on a rant about something. Like, she wasn't on her phone and there wasn't anyone, like, next to her. And I'm just yeah. thinking, oh, God, I've literally just encountered someone who's a bit mad and possibly on one of the busiest roads at possibly one of the busiest times. Wanna cross this road as soon as I can and get back to my safe office. Yeah. So on that note, have you ever had any encounters? Yeah, there used to be a woman I think she's still around, I'm not sure. But there used to be a woman and she used to walk past my work every day. It was really funny. In in my first job that I told you about earlier, two things used to happen every single day, right? Mm. Number one, there used to be a guy round about half twelve he used to ride a unicycle past my, my like, oh. office door. Wait, I think I know who you mean. 
I only say that because I've only ever recalled one person on a unicycle. Really? Yeah. And he just happened to have come across me at the worst possible place ever. All right. It was uh, on Eden Bridge right. as, you, as you're going downhill. Maybe he had like a route and he followed it every day because honestly, religiously, 12.30 every day, he'd be past that door. Mm. And I Honestly, you'd see it. At first, I genuinely was concerned because... I was new to the job and like new to like working full time. I, I think I actually said to my colleague, I was like, like I might be like, like stressed or because I swear I've just seen a guy on a unicycle and she laughed and she go, no, he does come by every day. Mm-hmm. And ever since I noticed on, on point 1230 every day used to go it's, by. It's such a tragic story. I mean, it used to be the case of he'd ride a, ride a normal bike. But, uh, you know, he just had an unfortunate instant where the front of his bike was just swept away. All of the, all of the, all of the, that he was left with was just the back wheel. And he just, and he rode that thing all the way back home and it's like, no, I can't let this defeat me. I will ride this unicycle until the day I die. I thought you were actually going to tell us a story about how he got rejected from the circus then. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I mean, it'd be more impressive if there were no wheels. Right? Ghost bike. Yeah, that happened every day. And the other one was, uh, there was a lady and she used to, because I have told this story before I got into the guy with the bike. The second story was this lady, she also used to go by every day Hmm. and she used to walk around the town quite a bit. She had like a walking cane, um, like a yellow high-vis tabard, and she used to just shout random stuff out and about and shout at random people. She was harmless. It must have been like some sort of mental health thing or something along those lines, which is why I don't like laugh about it or anything like that. But like, yeah, every day I'd see her at some point, like at a crossing or, you know, on my lunch like yourself or something like that. And honestly, she, she would. Hmm. Yeah, it was just so bizarre because she'd always be about and you'd always see her. But yeah, like it, it's always funny how those sort of occurrences always happen during day. Yeah, like, it will never be at like the time of day, which is night, that you'd expect them to come out. Do you imagine how creepy that would be if you were just going about your day? And next thing you know, some guy on a unicycle at midnight or something. I I wouldn't say it was a unicycle, but this has happened to me twice. Funny enough, by the same guy. At the same place. So, it would be in roundabout Ian Bridge, again. Yeah. It seems to be where most of the excitement happens. All your encounters seem to happen on Eden Bridge. It does. It's one of the highlights, I think, of Carlisle. Gotta be something. <laughs> yeah. I remember the first time I felt really uncomfortable with this guy behind me. And so it's like, I take a good look at him. And then I realise that it's one of my past colleagues that I'd work with before. What? He's a nice guy and everything. Jeez. It's just for some reason he likes to wear in black. He likes to dress like a ninja when he's out in the streets. Again, uh, he's on the list of friends that I should probably speak to more often, but don't. <laughs> hey, that's fair. We've only got so much time to to be with people and be around people. But you know, you know, you brought up something earlier on about, you know, having a routine, almost, or yeah. where it's like, when you were going to work or something, bang on the door, you know, you'd see that guy with a unicycle. Yeah. That's kind of like another trend, I think, when it comes to 
commuting to work, it's like most likely are gonna bump into like people that you know of or people that you just see a lot. Yeah. For example, there was always this uh, mother and kid that would always get on the same bus as me. Oh. Until at one point they didn't, <gasps> and I'm. I know you go, you do that, do you? You notice these things. You notice it. You don't sort of think about it, but in the back of your mind, it's like, I hope they're okay. You know, did they just miss the bus? Have they? Did they get a new bus? Did they get murdered? Yeah, I mean, they learn to drive. I mean, I don't know. It's too early in the morning to say, but yeah, (laughs) I'll I'll have more thought about it later on. Get back to you on that one. Yeah, but it happens. Funny enough, too, I've also started bumping into another friend of mine on the bus as well. Oh, on the buses. Oh, tell me more. Tell us the, more. Oh, but she's also on the list of people that I speak to and talk but to. But you don't, because you see her on the bus. Well, yeah, I guess bus buddies. See, oh, your bus buddies, there's a label on it. If you're listening, hi, bus buddy. Is a bus buddy just the buddy that you share a bus with? Or yeah. is it more? Yeah. <laughs> This reminds me of a segue story, but I don't want to segue from too much from the original story. But I'm going to do it anyway, okay? So now you said about bus buddies. Yes, I had a bus buddy. Mm. <laughs> Funnily enough, it was the guy who uh, was also my account manager at my bank before I become a traitor <laughs> and switched bank. I'm sorry, Simon. I know you're not listening to this, but I'm so sorry I switched bank. But yes, we used to share the bus every morning, have a good chat. Yeah, Simon was my bus buddy for most of my journeys. Mostly I'd catch him on the way home. Mm. On the way there, I'd bump into an old colleague of mine, Steve. He's my friend's... He's actually... He's a friend, but he's also my friend's dad. So it's a bit of a funny one. But them two were my bus buddies. buddies. You know, legitimately, I did have a bus buddy. (gasps) But he was a buddy beforehand. Oh, okay, right. Yeah, you you don't raise your eyebrow like that. Like what? No, it was just it was just during my college years because it was a friend of mine, Oscar. Oscar, yeah, on the bus, bus he... buddies, buddy or pal. It's good to see you on the bus. Let's be bus buddies, best bus buddies. BBB, best bus buddies. It's like it's got a ring to it. Oscar, best bus buddies. Oscar, it's like eight in the morning. <laughs> Could you <laughs> <laughs> please, dude? <laughs> I mean, I don't even know what coffee means yet, but I'm going to learn it somewhere. <laughs> I will learn what it means someday. Uh, originally, it was school buddies, oh. and then bus buddies, slash college buddies, I guess. Wow. Because technically, we were going to the same college. Yeah. It's just the funny thing was, is that all the art and design stuff took place at the university campus. Right. Whereas, with his stuff, he was doing it at the actual campus. Okay. For a short while, mm. Oscar and James drifted apart. They were no longer school buddies. They were now college buddies. When the drifting apart became noticeable due to their change, due to the change in direction, the change of circumstances, they, they drifted apart due to the campus differences. Mm-hmm. But then finally... A great thing happened. Oh, you said campus. (laughs) A great thing happened. It was fate. Megan rubbed her crystals. James even rubbed his crystals. I mean, I don't know where this euphemism is going. It's not actually euphemism crystals rubbing. I'll explain later. I mean... The the stars aligned. I don't like how... The stars aligned. I don't like how you've got that jar of acid next to you. Don't make me raise my voice. Okay. (laughs) 
Somebody rubbed their crystals. The stars aligned. And there it was. Fate as it was meant to be. Oscar and fellow James here. Reunited in friendship. Finally, as it was always meant to be. They are now firmly BBBs. Best bus buddies. Uh, I quite enjoyed that. <laughs> James is traumatised. He does not know what to say. I mean, I'll say this now. We have seen each other since. You've seen each other off the bus? Yes. This friendship is now not exclusive to on the bus. Again, the euphemisms. I can't, I can't read them. <laughs> I, there's, there's not, I swear there's no euphemisms. But you, you've now been friends off of the bus. You're... Bus buddy friendship I has mean, extended. I mean, we were friends to begin with, man. Actually, do you know? I know, I just narrated the whole thing to our audience. I know, it's, I mean, it's fuck now, isn't it? You can't really. It's just friendship written in the stars, and I'm very appreciative of it. Hmm. I Oof. thought that was just a burning comet. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, it's coming for us eventually. We're doomed. Yeah, I think the last time I saw him was in Birmingham. Well, did you just, like, get off the train or the the bus in Birmingham and you were like no Oscar hi I thought you seen you here no we planned it oh it was a plan this was a friendship outing to another city yeah do you know what? I think this would have been around about the time Covid rules were like restricted oh uh, right. well, sorry not restricted they were the restrictions were lowered yeah yeah so it's just like hey let's l- let me spend this freedom by just seeing my bud oh that's so nice I'm glad that you reunited with Oscar and I'm sure you at home may have a bus buddy. Uh, if you do have a bus buddy, uh, I promise we will get to your questions because we've neglected to answer questions. In the next episode, we'll answer all your questions and read out all your questions, including this one. Do you have a bus buddy? Let us know. And in other news, to continue our whole thing of creepy things happening in the dark i was reading the other day um this is from the very trustworthy the guardian a good news news source this is an article from the 7th of august 2014 man fined for pretending to be a ghost in portsmouth cemetery Mm. police spokesman says witness complained about anthony stalwood throwing his arms in the air and saying That is genuinely a quote from the article. Is that genuinely says that? That I'm, I swear down, look, I'll show you. That genuinely does say that. I'm not making it up. Oh my god, that is legit. <laughs> yeah, the police got involved. Does it? Does it say like low down? Uh, as he's being pulled away by police, he'd be like, "I wouldn't have got away with it if it weren't those milling kids and that dog." <laughs> he was actually fined thirty-five pound. He had to pay the victim £20, and he had to pay £20 in court costs. So this was back in 2014, so that sounds about right. Is that just for, like, emotional stress or something like that? I'm guessing so. I mean, to be fair, no matter how funny or not funny you'd find it, I think you'd shit yourself if you were just walking about a cemetery late at night, and next thing you know, hmm, you know. I mean, it does straight up sound like something from Scooby-Doo. It does. It wouldn't surprise me if, like, the whole plan was that he was going out of his way to be, like, scaring off people. Because, like, one of the tombstones, or, one, like, one of the graves has untold treasure, you know, that was buried along by his friend's great-great-great-grandfather or whatever. And it's just scaring off the locals. 
Apparently it's not as sinister as that. The story goes, the court heard that the 24-year-old had been out drinking with friends when they went to the cemetery and started to play football. Why would you play football? I mean, who's the goalkeeper in that situation? I mean, I don't want to know. But yeah, apparently uh, one of them, the one that's obviously been in trouble for this, was caught doing the whole ghosty impression. I don't, I don't get it. Even drunk, why would you do it? <laughs> Me neither. I, I guess they thought it was funny or something. Make sensible choices of where you decide to play football and please respect people in cemeteries. Great advice from Pillow Thoughts. That is a, that is a legit thought. Legit <laughs> advice. Actually take it. Respect people. There's a field, possibly, somewhere. Use that. Respect your elders. Find a field. Respect others in cemeteries and other places. Although, if you think about it, a graveyard is a field just oh. full of bodies. Oh, don't do that. That's depressing. No. It's okay. mo- that sounds more depressing than saying graveyard. It does, actually. A field full of bodies. Okay. Thanks, James. Moving on. <laughs> um. Yeah, moving on. So, yeah, that was in the news for 2014. It's so quite a while now. Uh, I must admit, minus the disrespect, it did make me giggle that they quoted the ooh bit of the the incident. I'm surprised they didn't emphasise on the O to begin with, so it's like ooh. They definitely missed out a trick there. Although that maybe makes it sound a bit more werewolfy, so maybe there's good reason for that. I don't know. Moving on to a different topic, different beat. We haven't seen each other properly in like... Over two weeks. It's been two weeks since we sat down in front of a microphone in the studio. Yeah. As w- what's happened? Well, I, I saw you last week. We went to BrewDog to, yeah. to, to plan our removal it, of John. It was a business meeting. It was a strict business meeting, mm. and John's here to not defend himself. Why are you invited your friend to that? I have no idea. He knew the importance. That was the plan. Callum's the replacement. Oh, I see. Yeah. Oh, okay. We we agreed this. He's going to camp it up. He's going to make Pillow Thoughts podcast, in Callum's words, fabulous. Mm. So that's the plan. He's going to take over from John, because John's not fabulous enough. No. We... John's great. Love John, <laughs> but he's just not fabulous. I really hope he doesn't take this seriously. <laughs> John's going to be like listening to this episode. He'll never come back now. He'll never. No. It'll just be us. Oh dear. What I mean, have we done? Hmm. Although, it was a good night that night. Uh, we went to Brewdog. We did. Yeah, it was rock night. Rock you know, night! I like the fact that I could make requests. Actually, I really like that about um, the Brewdog rock emo alt night things. Um, we should definitely make it a monthly thing, you know. We, is, it, is it monthly? It's monthly, yeah. We should definitely do that, because that was so fun. Mm. Uh, we should get some of the gang together to actually go to the next one. Mm. I think that'd be so cool if we could fill a booth. But yeah, we had such a good time there. It was so good. We had a laugh. You had pizza. Um, I think it was good, up to the point where we ended up going to... What was it? The the, the fifth or sixth installment for that bar down on Botchergate. Yeah, that new uh, nightclub that we won't name because we don't want to get them into trouble. But uh... Uh, it, it rhymes with uh, uh, Lop Hooms. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it does. Um, yeah, we ended up in there to check it out because that's what we do. We, we check out these things. Hmm. Uh, the music was good. I'll give it that. I, think. I, I didn't like the music. <laughs> you didn't like the music? Well, think about it. We came from like a place that was doing classic rock. Yeah. And then now it's like I'm listening. 
I don't know. It kind of felt like it fit into that category of like music that already existed. Yeah. It's just been a little tweaked in a way, so it's a little sped up, a little bit more. Yeah. Uh, I, I don't like it. Some of the songs were crap. I mean, some of them were I don't know. Maybe I wasn't drunk enough. To be fair, neither of us I, were. I think if I was proper sloshed, I'd be like, ah, this is me. Dame, son. But yeah, I don't know. Uh, not sure how I feel about that place, but we checked it out. We, we did indeed. And then we got, well, I got a chicken wrap because I was really hungry at that point. Hmm. And we went home in the rain. It was raining at the time. Oh, yeah, it was, wasn't it? It was. That's probably what got me all sober again. <laughs> probably. He sobered up in the rain. That wasn't fun. Overall, it was a good night. It was good fun. But yeah, we'll definitely get the gang together for the next one. And obviously in the next episode, there'll be our new replacement host, Callum. Is he coming? Oh, yeah. John's gone now. This is this is how we're doing things, James. Yeah. You've got to take things more serious, James. I don't know. I think until I actually see it, you know, it's okay. that, that's, that's when it gets weird. Until he's sat on the studio couch with you. You know, when I actually go into space and actually see that the Earth is in fact round, it's only then will I believe. <laughs> Please tell me you're not a flat earther. No. You said that with a bit of hesitation. James is a flat earther, confirmed. Moving on. No, oh no, okay, we'll move on, we'll move on. You know, chill, put your flat earth down and pay attention. What do you mean? No. Please, no. Oh, I need to tell you a funny story. Funny story? Yeah. So, one of our colleagues had smart idea to get us all magnums. You know, Magnum ice cream. Legend. You know, classic, white, can't go wrong with either. But the funny thing is, they ended up getting more than we bargained for. Right? I can't remember how many of us were working that day. But fair to say, it didn't match the amount of Magnums we got. Because she ended up buying them in bulk. And we ended up getting something like over 140 of them. 140 Magnums. So, So it was the case of on that day that uh, rather than having the one we ended up having like two and any that we couldn't eat we had to put into our like mini freezer that we had oh my gosh I, I just couldn't imagine that Sue's walking into the office she's got a big old box of 140 magnums not your standard 6 or 12 packs I mean I should specify it wasn't just for our office I mean oh my god we'd fucking die <laughs> we, we would die from like heat exhaustion and from fullness <laughs> we made so much ice cream in here guys I took a magnum to the gut <laughs> and I'm not feeling good the chocolate melted and now I don't feel so good yeah I recall having a big lunch that day, so filling in two magnums as well nearly put me over the edge. I was ready to go to sleep. Imagine if you had a colleague who was lactose intolerant. A heat wave and lactose intolerance. And ice cream to try and cool you down. Now that is a horrible predicament. Ooh. And you know, I had a milkshake before then. Well, clearly you're not lactose intolerant. I will be now. <laughs> you probably, yeah, yeah. That's a thing, kids. For any younger enough... Obviously, it doesn't happen to everybody. Some of you are lucky. But, uh, yeah, as you get older, your tolerance to lactose, that's the stuff the cows make, sometimes isn't as great as it once was. Thankfully, mine is not as bad as many, but it's still not fun. No. <laughs> so you had an army full of magnums. 
So you only ate two. Were you offered more? Was it like a was it like a no. James, you must have a third because these magnums are are melting. <laughs> James, you must have a third. No. The magnums are melting. I what? must save them. I bought I bought hundred and forty magnums, James. Don't don't put all this pressure on me. Alright, it's your fault. You put it on yourself. But James, please! I was trying to do a nice thing <laughs> for your you, office. Who made you responsible of like the credit card? <laughs> I stole it from finance because okay. I thought I was doing a nice thing. Okay, I mean, you seriously have dug yourself a hole here. Why do you not go into it and fill yourself with the rest of the magnums? James, I can't believe you're being so mean to me. I always just try and do the nicest things. There are at least 50 other mouths in this building. You can try them. James, that's the last time I do anything nice for you. Sorry, you were saying. No. I thought it'd be like a smart idea to get myself like a nice cool chocolate milkshake from McDonald's. Yeah. Uh, I thought it would be quite nice, you know, and it was. And then I'd get back and it's like magnum time. And it's like, hey, James, do you want a magnum? It's like, oh, I really don't want to. I mean, I've already had something cool. It's like, I'd say that I was peer pressured into it, but not really because it's like a part of me did want magnum. But I, so I said the one, okay, the one will do. But it's like, oh my god, there's like at least a gazillion more. We need at least someone else to eat two of them. Oh, wow. So it's like, okay, I'll have the second one, but I'm not having a third. Luckily, I never had the third. I did have another Magnum, though, the next day, because we had plenty in our freezer. Actually, I'm fairly certain we still have Magnums. They're still there. We just never, we've just not had a, a sunny day since. Although, mind you, I think it was quite hot. The other day, wasn't it? Yeah, it was actually. It really surprised me that and annoyed me because I had my jacket with me expecting it to be crap. Oh. First of all, I love that the McDonald's milkshake machine actually was working. That's a shock horror. On a hot day as well, bear in mind. Yeah. Honestly, like, what, what happened there? That is a rarity. Number two, the fact that you were peer pressured into a Magnum. Now, I recall from school... Like, you know, when you were in primary school and secondary school, they'd they done all those, like, drama productions. They were like, kids, don't do drugs, alcohol, sex. Don't take candy from strangers. Stranger danger. But I do not recall, don't take a magnum from your office, colleague. I don't recall that one. Well, no, because, let's be honest, the risks in it are far lower than, say, alcohol, drugs. Any of those. Stranger danger. Touchy watchy. (laughs) (laughs) True. Yeah. It's far lower. But still, don't be peer pressured into having a magnum from your colleague. I love that one. How did it make you feel? Sick. I went to HR the next day. You know people would do that. It's like, there's some dumb people out there who go out of their way to make a complaint over something that's nice. This is too nice. Thank you for listening to Below Thoughts Podcast. We've been your hosts... Yes, we have. The two Jameses. Yeah, just jamming. Just jamming. We're not a triple J this week, we're just a double J. Just being caught in the rain. I'm going to get inside now and have a hot coffee, something like that. We should probably leave the crime scene. Yeah, probably. Yeah, this is awkward. I mean, it's starting to smell a bit. (laughs) Yeah, just a bit. Um, So yeah, we're very grateful. Thank you for listening. We've been double J, the two Jameses. And we'll see you very soon. (laughs) 